Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 194. 194. Yeah. And guess what? Speaking of four, this podcast comes out on the 4th of July. Holy fuck, it does. So... I couldn't think of a more patriotic Yeah, movie. I was going to say, um, the American spirit, the government killing people against their will... And then one group... People is a uh, loose term. Ah, shut up. Rounding rounding up children, putting them in cages is being addressed in this movie. Well, the good God guys in this movie it. are rounding up children and putting them in cages. Are the good guys, though? The movie makes you think about it. Who are the good guys? According to you, the government is, because you're big government, Corey. He just wants government in your life. Yeah. He's a, your deep state Democrat I don't over know about here. in your life, just like in No, just killing, just killing your kids before they're born. Monster kids. Yeah, who makes it, when the government decides who and who, who is and who is not Well, when you only have three fingers and they're like claw hands... And you have sharp teeth when you're, you're born and bubble heads. You're pissing off like and all a, sorts of muscles. You're pissing off a fourth of our listenership right now. A I, fourth of our listenership is bubble heads? No, they got claw hands. Oh, they got claw hands. Yeah. Their uh, heads are normal. It's got okay, claw hands. Okay, then I'm fine with it. As long oh as they're not murdering God. anybody. He's, well, I they don't mean, have superhuman strength. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully if you have superhuman strength, you're using it for good. These uh, babies are not... They're just kids. If you listened to the last episode, it was a half one. Kids don't know shit. And I hope you enjoyed the little halfsy episode. But before that, we talked about It's Alive. Yeah, we did. From 1974. That's exactly what we did. Because this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast. We find the humor and enjoyment in awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Don't say it like that. You sound like an idiot. Normally you sound like not an idiot. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Good one. I mean, it's all right. Good one. All right. All right. Bubblehead. You can listen to this podcast on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, I don't know, we're all over yeah. the fucking place. They check found it out. us we're, somehow. Check it out on bnbpodcast.com. That's a website. You can reach us there. You can reach us on our Twitter, at bnbpodcast. We tweet all sorts of things, we tweet, tweets we tweet to celebrities. To all sorts of people. We tweet celebrities. Oh, God. The we... celebrities tweet us back. They don't, and I hope they don't. I hope they don't even acknowledge By the, the things. By the time this is out, we might have a tweet from a celebrity. Yeah, or be blocked by one. That would be equally as amazing because then they, we know that they paid attention. Yeah, negative. This isn't like your negative attention isn't necessarily good attention, despite what the it's the not cliche negative, is. It's just neutral. No, just if blocked. no, if you're blocked, it means like nah, I just I don't want you in my life anymore. That's pretty negative. He, we weren't in, in his life exactly. And the moment he found out that we would be in his life, he's gonna block us. Listen, you'll find out who that is. You'll find out who it is in the episode. So yeah, follow us at BNB Podcast on Twitter, at BMovie Breakdown on it, Instagram. It didn't have that Check much to the gram. drink, man. Check out the Facebook. Email bmbpodcast at gmail.com. We're all over the place. Check out our wrestling podcast. We are all over the place. We're all over the place. Check out our wrestling podcast, The Reversal, at Reverse This on social media. Uh, Reversal is also on every major podcasting platform. We, so we, we talk download about... Download it, check it out. We talk about Kane. Talk about Kane. Oh my God, you're tired. <laughs> you are tired. This is getting out of hand. This is madness. <laughs> this is.
No, we're talking about Kane and Daniel Bryan. Kane and Gable. That's going to be a team someday. Team Hell God No. God damn it. Team Hell No. That's what yeah. we talk about on the wrestling podcast, so check it out. <laughs> Nick, do you have stuff that... Uh... Yeah, just follow me on the Instagram at Scatterville Stories Ooh. and Scatterville.com. Scatterville.com. You can read comics that I have done. Got a full got a full comics up there, and I'm posting works in progress on the Scatterville Stories. Check it out. This, this, that's what you can that's what you can add at me if you want to ask me ridiculous questions. Hot. I'm also Nikki Tarano on Twitter if you fucking oh. care. Probably shouldn't mention that in the one where Twitter gets used in this episode. Oh yeah, use it. That's on not Twitter. good. I gotta change that use name. Use that Twitter. Gotta change that name now. No, you don't. Use that Twitter. When I share Instagram posts on Twitter, it doesn't share the pictures that I draw. I share like four, and I check my Twitter, and it's just the hashtags. Like, oh my god. Does it share the, the link to the Instagram post at least? I don't think so. It should. Uh, but oh, maybe also uh, we'll tag you in a post from maybe the... maybe I'm gonna tag you in your fucking eye. Oh my Don't, god! I can't say the name. It's cheating. Oh no, we... shit! That's right. I'll bleep it yeah. out. Yeah. I'll bleep it bleep, out. Bleep out that name you just said. Yeah, you don't know that don't name until later. Don't forget. I won't forget. I'll listen to this and I'll bleep God, it out. God, I'm so... Like, now I'm, like, hyping it up. It's garbage. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, the pe- some of the people in this movie are idiots because they let monster babies run loose. And there's more monster babies than there were in the first movie. It is It Lives Again, the sequel to It's Alive. Uh, 1978, It Lives Again, also known as It's Alive 2. It's interesting. The, all the posters and everything say It Lives Again, but in the opening credits, it just says It's Alive 2. Yeah. Weird. They must have decided for promotional. Maybe it was harder to edit. And then the third one's called It's Alive 3. Yeah. Subtitle. Why couldn't they call this one it, It's Alive 2, It Lives Again? I don't know. They decided, Who knows? Yeah. Titling movies sometimes is hard for people. I mean... Chronologically... So certain movies get really interesting and tough to, to name, especially if you're Sylvester Stallone. I, does he, can he count? <laughs> I don't know. Can Sly count? Well, now he's got Creed 2, so... Right. That's the thing. Which is the same universe as other he, Rocky movies, but then he yeah. jumps, he switches names, and that's a different character, and it's Creed 2. It's, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, this yeah. week on the podcast, It Lives Again. Yeah, you say it like that, it sounds real cool. Again. All right. Okay. Or I'll say it like this. How are you going to say it? It lives again. All right. Well, that's cool. It's the best of the worst. good one that was a good one that's a good pop yeah it's a little like a that's what i'm drinking pop it's drinking a soda soda pop little cory drinking a soda poppy because that's just the thing he does I mean, that's what you called it when i went upstairs like hey nick grab me a soda poppy and i was like all right dude that sounds dumb but i'll do it for you anyways 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 what was alive today it was again. Yeah, it came again. Yeah, we're doing podcasts about movies. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're doing podcasts about movies. That was me pointing out. It has been a week since we recorded anything. It has been. That's how I put that into a word, into a sentence for you to deal with. <laughs> Which is quite interesting. Whatever, man. 
this um this movie was good. I, th- I think is like the the last one. Yeah, it was great. All right, that's the end of the podcast. My name is Nick. That's Corey. <laughs> this is the B movie breakdown. Yeah, ruled. I, I it's it's just interesting because these movies I f- it, I feel like they're a forgotten horror movie from this era. I agree. There's a lot of like big famous ones, and I and I think that this, this is, is forgotten. I mean, it is the... cheesy with the with the baby. Yeah, the but baby I mean, itself looks cheesy. But like as we were talking about, they're like it could have been cheesier though. They go out of their way to make it as tasteful as possible. Oh yeah, it could like, have been effort put into that. It could have been like the chain. Uh, what was that? That the suckling. I mean, that's a whole separate goddamn suckling. Like, of course, of one of the movies to watch separate alone. We choose the suckling, which needed both of us to be present to de- deal with this nonsense. It was, a rough, it was rough to sit I think one. we would have enjoyed the suckling more had we watched it together and been able to bounce off each other. Yeah. Or, like, through, like the bo- or just the talk during the boring parts instead of actually focusing on what's going on. Right. Because this is not good. Yeah, that was a, a pretty boring This movie watch. is in a different category. This movie is, like... Yeah, it's, like, Academy Award. As far as, like, old horror movies go, I feel like it's at the top. As far as being put together, being a tasteful, tackling the issues it tackles seriously. Yeah, and it does tackle, obviously... This movie doesn't pick sides. No. Is the monster good or bad? No, it just is. Is it a monster, or is it this family's child? Yeah, so it's like, do you... It makes you... It makes You can talk about Like, how do you feel about and this? It's, it's, and it is. It's hard. In this situation of, like, regular abortion, it's like, what, you know, like... It's well, already this... hard enough, let alone this thing. So it's like, this one's not even the, not even, it's not really abortion in a sense. It's like, do you think this thing is a monster or a human being? Well, what it and is. do you think it should live or die? Yeah, and what that plays in, I mean, that's like a eugenics, Um, it's a eugenics and like, you know, what genes get to continue? You know what I mean? What, you know, do you get to decide if something has like, you know, if, if you know something's going to have like, you know, a little, you know, like a messed up arm or like if something's going to be born abnormal, that doesn't mean wrong or bad. I'm not making judgments. But the point is, if you know something's going to be abnormal, like in this movie, the government decides that this needs to go away. And so is the government going to kill your child? I mean, your child might have demon fangs and might have three clawed fingers and toes and it might be able to kill somebody not even being a day old. But I mean, it's still like, it's still part of their family, right? So then, like, what do you do? But it does go on to murder lots of people. It does. It does. And it, which is like, maybe well, that's we, maybe the, we should just be killing these things. That's the debate. Or maybe if it's with the, we don't get to see what these things, how these things are born. No, we don't get to see what how these things are born. So like, maybe they're born feral. And like if, cause with the even in the first one and the second one, they can connect with the parent. So maybe if you give it enough fucking attention, like mm-hmm. nature versus nurture. What if its nature is to be this savage killing machine? But if you can nurture it, and maybe if it can just it can live longer than like a week, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you can settle it down. And even though it looks like a creature, and in this even though it looks like a beast of you know beast of burden, some terrible demonic thing. I mean, they don't. They look scary. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna have a rough life. But in one of the scenes here, before one of them gets shot, the guy goes, "Was it trying to say something?" 
So was it trying to communicate? Was it trying to talk? Yeah, and they felt like it kind of was when they had them all. Because in this movie, there's multiple. Yeah, there's we got three. It, it, it's alive babies. And their names are Eve, Adam. And then Scott, because that, that's the last name of the family. Yeah. So, like. I don't say like as much in the wrestling podcast. I noticed that. Anyways, that's that's just my own personal in my head. But so Adam, Eve, and Scott. So those babies were yanked away with no connection to the family, right? They just named them those things. Mm-hmm. So ah, the family died, or they just were able to take them, and it's like yeah, isn't that that's kind of strange? Eric, the government, because in this one we're diving deep into we've got uh, subcultures. The and, government has. Uh, has this whole division that's trying to stop these babies from being born. Talk about government overreach. Excuse me. Like, that's what this is. Yeah. Government in your life dictating who gets to be part of your family. But they are monsters that kill this people. Is the, this is the debate. Yeah, but again, <laughs> at first, no one, no one tries to... Like, what if... Okay, so there's the one group that wants to take the baby and try and raise it. But... Were they just trying? Were they trying to raise it? They they were making it run mazes. So were they just fucking around? I, I feel like that, he, I feel like they were just fucking around. I think that group was from the pharmaceutical company that doing tests to see what these things can be. Yeah, I always assume when you're doing tests and something that's different is like you want to turn into a weapon. It's like a Wayland Yutani. You want to turn into a weapon. They're gonna weaponize these things. That's the point. That's the end game. What can it do? Run a maze. Go through this town. If they have watching it rip people up, oh good, you're doing this. If they have hyper, if they have hyper, if they're hypersensitive because they can detect when their parents are around, they've got to have an ability, a heightened sensory ability, which you can train and maybe do things with. They don't get into that, but it makes you think like, what are we doing here? But yeah, the government is doing stuff. They're doing stuff. And what to to what end? And Frank from the last film, the dad of the last film, he's on the side with the. You know, with the, this, the group that's trying to save these uh, mutant monster babies. Yeah. And he is kind of working with them now and trying to make sure that these mutant babies are born in, like, captivity before the government can get to them and kill them before they're born. Because the government has, like, people people watching these, mm-hmm. uh, these mothers-to-be because... Mm-hmm. The doctors are now are like testing for this because I'm sure they're testing for it all over the place now. Like uh-huh. it has to be a thing. It's a yeah. nationwide thing. Yeah, he was in Time Magazine. It was a whole. It's huge. Thing. It is huge. So he, the guy, you know, the government has people watching them. Once they find out that this could be a possible scenario, though they did mention two false alarms and two mistakes. Yeah. So we were. Yeah. Is the mis- is the mistakes like oh this this child was born normal. But like you, then I didn't think of it until you mentioned it. Like, oh, what if they killed these babies? Yeah, killed two babies on like, accident because they thought it was gonna be monster whoops. babies. They're just two, uh, just large babies. And I also feel there's there might even be three different groups, but the third group is just Frank. But there's a government trying to kill the ch- the babies. There's this group that wants to bre- birth them in captivity and do whatever they want to them. 
And because they're the ones that want to keep him alive, maybe Frank just joins them because they want to keep things... Like, they're, in a way, like, using Frank, or he's, like, bought into the cause for, like, a different reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. I don't think whatever they're doing to these kids, he totally supports, but he's into the idea of, like, letting them grow up and maybe become not monsters. They're always going to be monsters. You don't know that, man. They get upset one little bit. Ah! That's what you got... Oh, I lost my job again. Well, no, that's I not... God, I keep slashing people. It's like, yeah, sorry, Steve. You, that's the third coworker you killed this month. I just get angry and I slash people. Well, what if you train and what if you put like mittens on his hands? So when he has these urges, he just like mittens somebody. He's like, oh, I gotta calm down. Sorry, I gave you a little mitt. I gave you a little mitten slap with my with my claw hand. I feel like it would get out of hand. You don't. We don't know. I'm taking the stance of the government. Wow. Here. All right. Well, we got big government deep state Corey wants to kill your kids. <laughs> Wants to kill. He, he nobody else can have a family. He just wants to wipe them well, off the map. Well, my way is killing the kids. Your way is putting the kids in cages. No, no, they don't have to be in cages. Oh, uh, they're in cages, dude. It's gonna be like summer camp. Okay, we're gonna teach them. We're gonna educate them. We're gonna give them recess. Well, my, mine's like sleepaway camp. What we do is <laughs> see when they're born. What we do is we tell the parents that we're just gonna take the kid for a bath. And then we're just gonna haul him away halfway to halfway, you know, across the country. And then well, we're gonna educate him. I'd rather just go all Angela on these on these monsters. Oh, so you're just gonna change their gender too against their will? No, like the government is Angela killing. Oh, the, it's uh, a quite leap, turning the government into Angela. <laughs> yeah, the government's a confused. Yeah, it's very confused. Had a crazy aunt. Fucked it up. Yeah, no. F- fuck this. Fuck this. What we're doing. <laughs> fuck everything. <laughs> fuck current events. Fuck the world. What I'm, the fuck? I'm glad that Frank came back in this movie. He's a good bridge. He's a gateway character. He he lasted a long time throughout this movie. His death was weak. I was. It was weak, and I was definitely sad to see him go. I I feel like his death should have been something more, and I feel like maybe maybe he just shouldn't have died. Right, but maybe, maybe then his end, death. Then, then at the end, you could have had him and Eugene out there. I like well, I like the I like this idea because it kind of it kind of gives you an idea of Eugene's fate. You know what I mean? It kind of mm-hmm. gives you an idea where his path is going. In a way, in a way, maybe it's a tasteful way to go for Frank, because maybe I want the more impactful, like modern, like going out of how like you would expect that character to perhaps meet his meet his end um but perhaps just trying to save a kid who is clearly a beast freak out because some guard shines a light and kills him maybe that's sums up what frank's plan like his you know how his plan was always going to go mm-hmm. like frank your 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 point your agenda wasn't going to work out maybe you know maybe you're on team Corey and you know maybe that's the correct team is my point Team Frank is wrong, but Team Corey, who wants to kill your kids, is the better team. I mean, it's not a kid. Oh my god, so you're going to say it's not even human? It's not human. It came out of a it's human. part human. What's the other part? Drugs? Monster. Monster. Maybe all these women were just banging monsters. Yeah, we can't have monsters just rolling around. Mm. They could wipe out the entire human race. That's not a good thing. We can't have that. I like movies that say bold statements like that. It's a very <laughs> s- strong stance to take. It is. 
And I, the, and I agree with it. Well, they're also thinking that could be the future of the human race. These kids are just X-Men. Yeah, well, the, you have the scientist people who are like, this is trying to like make up for their mistake. This is the next evolutionary step in mankind. Yeah, well, you just pump all these people full of... Fer- they didn't mention that um, this current family was on fertility drugs. No, they didn't. But the other guy did. Yeah. Basically, he did. Yeah. Because that's a little... Twi- you will care- And it also explains why him and Frank had like this kind of like jovial banter back and forth. Cause like in a way they knew they like they were they were basically Professor X and Magneto, mm-hmm. basically, exactly the same. Yeah. Cause what was that one guy's? We didn't know. Did we get it? We knew his name, but I guess I don't remember it. It was Mister Mallory. Mallory wanted to kill these things. Frank wanted him to live. Frank's story with his kid ended when he came to terms with it, loved it, and then the cops. Well, then he tossed it into the arms of some other cop, and all the cops killed him and the child. That's how that one ended. Yeah. But Mallory, he was gone. I guess his wife gave birth alone in the house. And then he comes home and sees his, his child over his wife's dead body, and then he had his service revolver because he's an officer, I guess, or FBI agent. They didn't tell what he actually was. Who? Mallory? Mallory. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant Frank for a second. I was like, eh, what? Yeah, no, that's no, that's not that's not who I was talking about. But then he uh then Mallory blows his kid away. So his his that was because at the end of the the last movie they talked about one being born in Seattle. That was Mallory's kid. Was his name Peyton? Is that the name? Preston. 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 So you find that out like three quarters of the way through this movie, they're like, oh shit, that was his kid. So you find out his backstory, which is kind of intense. Cause like, oh, well, he knows what he's... He's not just out to kill kids. He knows what they do, and he lost his whole family because of that. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like maybe his energy should be spent going after the pharmaceutical company that gave him the drugs. To, so then, like, if these things are going to keep being born, maybe go to the source and, like, cut it off. Unless the government's already done that. Crack down. FDA. Cracking I'm down. sure they did at this point. Like, you can't be giving people these drugs. Yeah, they should have never been giving them these drugs in the first place. Well, how was it testing? Clearly it wasn't testing. No. This, the, both these, out, yeah, both these movies mm-hmm. are like, this is what happens when the FDA isn't doing its job. Hmm. You have monster babies. I don't... I mean, three-clawed I don't, kids. I don't want any monster babies want three-clawed kid? roaming around. Anybody want a three-clawed kid? They're fucking freaky looking, dude. Their eyes you, are all like... Ugh. You can't judge them by how it looks. Judge it by its actions. And they're pretty intense. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, can't, I can't even imagine the insults that would be thrown at them. Well, you probably shouldn't insult them. You rip your head off. Imagine one of those <laughs> things that grows to be like 6'6". Six, six. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then people would be making fun of it behind its back. It wouldn't be like retard, but it would be like something along those lines. Yeah, it'd be like three claw. It'd be very unoriginal. Or like big pupil, because they have like big, dark, black eyes. They do. I don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something about it. You're just trying to think of fake slurs for this poor creature. Yeah, misshapen head or something. Oh, no. Yeah. Bubble head over here. (laughs) There you go. Bubble head. That's a good kid insult. (laughs) Oh, man. Like you were talking about if he had like a regular job... I know it's when hard. He's older, it's hard to recreate. It's hard to recreate. No, but just think about like when you walk in and like, you know, walk into the store and say he worked like we we're saying like at a cell phone store. Like, oh god, I don't want Bubblehead over there to help me. 
Well, it's it's hard to accurately describe the joy the joy we had in picture, and picturing the, this man working for Verizon. And, and if he's the only one that works at this at the, you know, if he's the only one that grew up, then he's the only one of like this in the world. Do you think he'd be working at some fucking cell phone store? Yeah, because he's, he's just, he doesn't mean he's super smart. He's just an average guy. No, he's not smart at all, probably. No, look at how much he had to overcome. He's a genius. He's. Other people born like him were murdering people and they got shot in the head. He made it. He gets to sell cell phones. He gets to sell people the premium package. I feel package. like he would never make it that far in life. You don't know, man. He hasn't been nurtured. You don't Someone know. Someone would kill him, I mean. You don't know. Well, yeah, he's probably... Oh, yeah. I mean, the only problem with... The, well, maybe... None has, of these monsters will ever survive. Well, they can't... They are being but these are just babies maybe stronger he can take a few bullet shots oh i'm sure i'm sure they're, they're probably invincible once they grow up we they can take bullets we, their, thin, their skin is probably so thick and they can't yeah we don't know because we don't get to see them grow up that big we don't know it's a mystery it's 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 scary I just don't like you making fun of Paul over here in his polo shirt, trying to sell you a new tablet with your cell phone plan. Yeah, my t- I'll get my tablet and it'll be all scratched the fuck up. No, he's not gonna. He'll use. Sorry about that. He he'll use a <laughs> stylus. He's not a savage. He grew up. No, it's just when he's handling it. I mean, he can. He's got soft parts of his hand. He can use like his, his palm, like palm it. He's like. Here you go. Let me sync it to your Gmail account. <laughs> you want to keep all your contacts? Oh, God. I don't even want to think of these things talking. It's the way they look. I don't even want to think you about are, talking. Man, you are just... They're just monsters. They you're need just to be, a little... They need to be taken out. Captain Bigotry over here. I'm just not... I'm not a fan of monsters existing in the world and killing I'm people. I'm sure if we judge how you were as a child, somebody wanted to put a bullet in your head. No, it wasn't a monster. No, but you probably just fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure it was annoying, but I didn't murder anybody. Well, it was like the the, the real world equivalent of murder is just listening to you <laughs> whine as a child. The real world equivalent is murder. I think murder is the real world equivalent of murder. No, because like babies aren't actually these monsters that we know of. Right. I hope not. I hope if they well, yeah, we they probably we probably don't know about it. Because the government keeps it under wraps. They, but, like, I love that, too, because, like, the first one that happens causes a scene, makes it the Time magazine. In this universe, everyone knows about these things. Well, they know about one. Yeah. But, like, I was, uh, When on. that one happened, it was hard to get out. Now the government's trying to keep these things under wraps because they're trying to take care of them before they even get too far. And I applaud them. Wow. You just into you just into these. I can't have these monsters roaming the planet. You have to teach them how to grow up. <laughs> these things are unteachable. Have you seen them? The only attempt we saw at teaching was this psychopath who took one out of a cage, and he was like, "Oh, what's well, late at night? You're up and you're awake." Why don't we have you run the maze? Maybe he's been doing this with them and they love it. Maybe they were... And now they're all riled up because the mom is there from the one and they're like, we gotta I was thinking about, I was thinking about that too like because the mom's pumped was pumped full of all these drugs because she's the one taking the drugs to, and then the child is given birth like is this like this is this just did it permanently alter the mother's DNA? 
Like if she was to, if Frank's wife finds out he's murdered and then finds a new man and has tries to live a new life, and they have a kid. Is that shit just in her DNA? I feel like maybe it's she hasn't been if you haven't been taking it in a while. But we have no proof. You're just hoping, well, wishful thinker. Yeah, over I here. am hoping because I can't deal with these monsters. Well, maybe you'll have to. These freaks. Maybe one's gonna knock on your door one day trying to sell you Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, I'll be like, get away, freak. Little Priscilla wants to sell you these fucking cookies. And I'll say, get away, freak. And this, you're just not a good guy in this scenario. <laughs> she's got her cute little bubble face, and she's like, I got the cookies. Face. I got cookies. You like thin mints? Yeah, I'm like, I'll buy some from anybody but you. Literally, I'll buy them. I'll buy thousands of boxes. She'll have her str- from anybody. Her but her, you. her strewn together raggedy ass pigtails, trying to look real cute in her cute little dress. Yeah, and I'll probably throw She's up. She's twelve years old. I'll probably throw up. She's 12 years old. Her, tw- her mom has to draw on her eyebrows at 12 years old because she has none. Yeah, a 12-year-old, it's alive child, I would throw up. With pigtails, I would throw up. Blah! All over her face. Even if she's like, sir, I got cookies to sell ya. Yeah, I would literally, I would buy them from anybody else. Just because of how she looks. Yes. You can name a person and I would buy those cookies from them over the... Adolf monster. Hitler. Yes. I would buy those cookies from Adolf Hitler over this monster. I mean, he's... he's he, God damn it. She's 12 years old trying to sell cookies. She just wants to help her troop out. Yeah, that troop can go to hell for in, for introdu- letting a hell demon join their group. She's a human being. Troop 444, go fuck yourself. Troop 444, go fuck yourself. That sounds like a personal, like, jab at, like, a deep, connected thing. Was that your Girl Scout troop? Yeah, because I was in Girl Scouts. They made an exception for you. <laughs> this is little boy. It's like, can I be part of your team? I'm like, all right, Corey. I remember growing up, I I was in Cub Scouts. Yeah. And uh, I quit once I became a Boy Scout. <laughs> I was hoping you would just say... Well, yeah, usually you quit Cub Scouts when you become a Boy Scout, idiot. No, but I quit Scouts altogether. I was like, I'm too old for this. I was hope I was hoping you were say, yeah, I quit Cub Scouts when I became a boy. Yeah. I was like, well, all right. Uh, but I quit. But I remember growing up, there was a movie. We could even watch it for the podcast one day. Who knows? It was a Disney movie called Man of the House, oh. starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase. Oh. And in it. Their, like, scout group wasn't, like, Cub Scouts. It was, like, Native American-themed. And I always wish, like, my no, Scouts you don't, you was don't. like that. Because it looks so much cooler. You don't wish they that. They got to wear, like, cool, like, no, you don't Indian wish stuff. No, no, but it's probably a bunch of white kids. Yeah, it was. It's not, that's not a good thing. They're tapping into their... Into the, what? Into the Native... What are they tapping the into? The culture of the, na- of the Natives of the land. Yeah, that's real tapping in. Tapping real hard. God. That sounds like a totally acceptable thing to have around. Yeah, Chevy Chase dressed as a Native American. That's good for him to do. That that yeah. was the what the scout group was themed to. Like, their theme. How can we make the Boy Scouts worse? How can we make an organization that was based off of the Hitler Youth worse? Oh, we'll make it about the people we wiped out. Good idea. Yeah, it looks so cool. I remember being, when I was a kid, I was like, man, I wish... 
We could do rain dances and stuff like they do in the movie. Well, that's not for you. That's not in the cards for you. That wasn't in the cards for you. It was a little white boy. One day when we watch that movie, no. you'll understand better. No, I'm not. Yeah, then I'll be like, oh, I get why Corey thought this was so cool. Yeah, Man of the House. It's yeah, a great awesome. movie. I don't, anything called Man of the House. Farrah Fawcett is in it. Well, that's okay. Don't confuse it with the 2005 film Man of the House starring Tommy Lee Jones. I was not because I didn't he, know. I didn't know that existed. He protects cheerleaders who are gonna get murdered or something. I don't. Well, yeah, because Man of the House is just a generic phrase that could apply to anything. Yeah, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas one is so good. If you weren't such a goddamn George Went is also in it. Okay. So cheers. Great. Norm. Yeah, Cheers. I, He's in it. He's one of the dads in the that's one of the troop leaders of the one of the other kids. But if he gave birth to a monster baby, he let it live. George Went? Yeah. I don't I don't know George Went's feelings on monster ch- children. Well, Adam on Twitter. Add at like ask him like hey, what do you think of monster babies? George Went. And just, you want me to ask George Went this? <laughs> from from the Twitter account from Beaver Breakdown? Maybe. I mean, that's hey, it's all tied to your shit. I'm do you, not. Do you really do you think that George Went has a Twitter? Everybody does, dude. Yeah, but like, what does George Went need a Twitter for? To do George Went stuff. I don't even know what that means. Tweet, tweet. This guy. What's what he's got to do? He doesn't have a Twitter. Are you sure? There is a Twitter, but it doesn't say that it's him. Well, then it just tweet. Then just tweet somebody else on Cheers and ask There's him. There's one that's, that's called not George Went Norm from Cheers at Norm from well, Cheers. Tweet at Fraser, tweet at Kelsey Grammer, and see what he thinks the character Norm from Cheers would think about Monster Babies from It's Alive again. Kelsey Grammer is on Twitter. Obviously, he's still current and relevant. Don't do that! Put your phone away! This is not... This makes no sense! Don't do that! You you haven't had that much to drink for this is a funny thing to do. You're just tweeting on your phone during a podcast to Kelsey <laughs> Grammer. <laughs> this is stupid! Did you do that? No, I didn't do it. Then who are you texting? You totally did. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seeing it there is too funny. I wish you wouldn't have done that. So follow us on Twitter at... BMB podcast, and you can see the tweet we sent to Kelsey Grammer asking him if he, if he thinks that George Went is a fan of Monster Babies. It exists. Come on, man. This is stupid. I really want, I also want to know did anybody last week ever tweet Billy Kay or Peyton Royce if their favorite movie was It's Alive? No one did that, and this is gonna. Kelsey Grammer might even see that. Oh, uh, Toby blocks the account. <laughs> I got blocked by uh, John Bradshaw Layfield. Yeah, that on was... my other Twitter account. Well, that's because I mean you kept giving him shit. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I mean seeing it on your phone. <laughs> Not even the character Norm from Cheers. <laughs> Just...
the human being, <laughs> monster babies, with no connection. We were talking about with Norm no connection. Cheers. Yeah, we well, were talking about George Went, the actor. Yeah, well, I was saying the character Norm. Ah, oh, god damn it! Like, well, it happened. It didn't need to, because you just assume he's not going to see it. This is why Twitter is a bad thing, because people tweet things into the ether of the internet. And they're like, oh, they're so famous, they're not going to notice this. He's going to read that, and then be exposed to the podcast, and be like, what is this? The uh, the movie uh, this is so Man dumb. of the House that we were talking about, and you were worried about insensitivity as far as Native Americans go... Do you remember the movie Jungle to Jungle? It was also a Disney movie with Tim Allen. Mm, kind of connected to the maybe, Jonathan why, Taylor Thomas. Why? Oh, he was. Uh, it was like about this guy who was like a New York businessman, and he found out that his 13-year-old son was raised in the jungle, and like he wants to bring him back to like society. Yeah, raised in the jungle by what? Is like a George of the Jungle situation? No, like raised like by like a tribe. Because uh, that's like his like uh, ex wife or whatever it was like a she went out there yeah his name was Mimi Siku <sighs> I did remember that why do I remember that that's bringing back so many the memories. name is I mean so many memories of like second grade second grade Jesus how young are you when did that come out nineteen ninety seven yeah I was in second grade. <laughs> I remember it like yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not 20 years I was, old. I was also reminded on that, because I was on the IMDb page of yeah. Man of the House, uh, obviously. Of course. Because why wouldn't I? I don't and know. And I was also reminded that there was a uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Brad Renfro uh, starring in the Tom and Huck. <laughs> Disney's Tom and Huck. Yeah, I remember that. I watched that. I'm glad that... Uh, the two people credited for writing the movie are Mark Twain and Stephen Summers. Oh, my God. Uh, thank God Mark Twain got hired for that writer's... Yeah, it was co-written by Mark Twain and Stephen Summers. <laughs> Mark Twain also co-wrote G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he helped Ghost Riot. Yeah, exactly. Or what was the... No, yeah, that was it. That was the first one. What was the second one called? The, fir- the second one was called... Um, retaliation. Oh yeah. So Rise of Corporate's a good one. Yeah. Well, the better one. The the better one. The one I do enjoy rewatching. I wonder how that Tom and Huck movie is. I remember watching it. So do I. And being into it. Yeah. Did they? Do you think they have the his <laughs> one friend in the movie? The Jim. <laughs> yep, Jim is his name. Just Jim. And Jim. Sounds like engine. Like that was his. Oh God! I mean, Mark Twain knew the people of his time. <laughs> ah, I gotta read that sometime. The actual book. Well, you can't. Then they take that out in some copies or something. I mean, they it doesn't get read in school because of that. I thought they took went and re-edited some copies of the book. I mean, that's insulting. It yeah, is. Because it's Mark Twain. Right. Leave it, leave it there. No, I'm pretty sure there's like, I think you could still buy it regular or find it regular, but, but I'm pretty sure. You can get censored sure, copies. Yeah, they made censored copies for little fucking babies. Oh, I can't. This was historical book. We better fucking fix it. I can't read a word. I listened to fucking 
if somebody if somebody's worried about censoring um Huckleberry Finn because of that, somebody should go <laughs> censor the book It by Stephen King because I've never I listened to that book uh, audiobook and I've never heard the N word more in my life or any Quentin Tarantino movie. He goes out of his he just finds excuses. Oh, there was another Adventures of Huck Finn movie with Elijah Wood as Huck Finn. Hmm. And uh, Stephen Summers directed that one and wrote that one. He was, he was in, obsessed with He was Huck obsessed Finn. with Huckleberry Finn. Why did he make two Huck... You know what, One Steven's... was 93, that was the Elijah Wood one, and then they made another one in 95. Well, I mean... I think the, one, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas one is way, like, silly. Yeah, I remember being goofy. I just remember them being silly on Bridge. And Jim is played by Courtney B. Vance. Hmm. In the uh, what is he, what has he done? He's in a ton of movies. He was more recent. If you if you watched it, he's more recently in. Uh, he was on American Crime Story. Okay. The O.J. Simpson one. He played Johnny Cochran. Oh shit! I know exactly yeah. who he is. And he was in the Mummy. We watched the Mummy. Uh, with Tom Cruise, he was in that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. Steven Summers, the mummy. No. <laughs> that connection. No, he was also in Terminator Gen- Genesis. He played Miles Dyson. Oh, shit. But we, nobody wants to remember that movie, so it's fine. I it's. I mean, it, it's a questionable thing. But yeah, he played Jim in that. Nice. Just credited as, credited as Jim. I mean, it's a pretty intense adjective. <laughs> Ron Perlman, also in it. Huckleberry Finn? In the one that's called... Uh, the Adventures of Huck Finn. Nice. Which is also a Disney movie. Nice. Yeah. I just said nice. He plays Pap Finn. Oh, it's his daddy. Pap Finn. Okay. And Haish also in it. Oh, cool. I like that part. You 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 weren't on board until you learned that Anne Haish was in it. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't see a Jim in the Huck and the the Tom and Huck one. Maybe because it's more. More uh, focused on Tom yeah. Sawyer. Yeah. But there is Injun Joe. Well, that's okay to credit, though, in the movie. Injun Joe is fine. Yeah, it was played by a guy who was uh, a Native American. Well, that's good. Cause... Canada. Canadian Native American. Well, the... <clears throat> you know, the Canadian part is the part we impose over them. <laughs> that's, I feel like just, but I'm in, just indigenous saying. peoples. Yeah. Canada's got a huge indigenous people population. It's a little better than down here. I don't know what you're making. What are you doing down here? Nothing. I'm just laughing at the conversation. <laughs> what? I don't... It's just like we were talking about monster babies, and now you're like, yeah, Canada has a really large indigenous population. They do! It's true. I know. It's just a weird turn of well, events. We, we, I don't know how we spiraled down here. You fucking tweeted at Kelsey Grammer, you <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's when shit was just thrown out the goddamn window. I can't help it. This is just things Kelsey no, con- Grammer has you, to deal Kelsey with. Kelsey Grammer is a real person. Yeah, he has to deal with I the don't... consequences of having a Twitter account. <laughs> this is just... <laughs> just... <laughs> ah... I don't get it. What has Kelsey Grammer even done? Um, he was Agent Attinger in Transformers: I Age of Extinction. I knew you were going to say that. That's the only reason I fucking asked. Oh, I can predict the things my friend says because, of course, he'd go to that. Yeah, I Fraser obviously. 
obviously. Yeah, do you know he was in Cheers too? Uh, Did you well, know that part? I, I didn't know he was in Cheers. I just thought he might, might know who yeah. George yeah. Went was. What did you do? What did you do? I just thought he might know George Went. What I didn't know did he was on do? Cheers with him. What did you do? <laughs> Corey, what did you do? You're over here wanting to kill monster babies. You're a grown adult tweeting Kelsey Grammer if George Went likes what monster if, babies. What if he replies... Then I don't know what you're gonna do and with that. Follows the podcast. It's no. Now you're getting excited about what you did. There's no good to come out of what you did. Don't check your phone like he responded. Get out of there. Oh my god, I would literally lose my mind if he responded. He won't. I hate this. I hate that I'm thinking about this. If he responded, it'd be the it'd be we'd have to end the podcast. Well, if you want to tweet at Kelsey Grammer and stop this podcast, guys, <laughs> tell him to respond. Every week I'm going to keep tweeting Kelsey. No, you're not. You're going to forget. You're not doing that. I'm going to live tweet the movies we watch. But then at Kelsey Kelsey Grammer until he blocks me. Yeah, that's all that will happen. That's like, congratulations. You got blocked by Kelsey Grammer. Well done. I don't want that to happen, though. I really don't. Yeah, well, you began this dangerous road. Yeah, change topics. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to go more talk about kids' movies from the mid-90s. All right. Uh, do you remember there was I a... I, this is, I had a better segue than this before, but now I don't. Do All you right. remember there was the, the movie A Kid in King Arthur's Court? Yeah, I do. Did you know that they made a director video sequel no. called A Kid in Aladdin's Palace? Ah, uh, no. I don't know how that's a sequel. Oh, the tagline for A Kid in King Arthur's Court oh, was... Man. Joust, do it. Well, that's hard to say. I do feel Mikey should be getting some money for that one. <laughs> Joust, do it. Joust, do it. Yeah. Um, Kate Winslet and Daniel Craig are in Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, my God. They're like... What if it was... It should, was it billed as like, what if James Bond was on the Titanic? They're fifth and sixth build. Oh, jeez. What if James Bond was on a ship destined... For an iceberg collision. And then in A Kid in Aladdin's Palace... Uh, Is there time travel? Pretty involved? much nobody's in it. That anybody's ever heard of. Those look like actors. You mean... Yeah. You, you don't know who James Faulkner is? Or Thomas Ian Nicholas? No. He was in Atomic Blonde. Alright, cool. That's a movie that came out. Yeah, how how do you think uh, like the characters in the Aladdin's Palace one? How do you think those are? What do you mean? Like the ones that exist, because it's a teenager. Teenager goes back in time to help the legendary Alibaba save Aladdin and his kingdom from an evil villain. I'm sure they're fine. What do you mean? Just didn't know. What if they're all white and it takes place in Arabia? Ha! That's a. That's up to Disney Magic to decide. <laughs> or whoever made that fucking movie. Hmm. Interesting. Why? What are you looking at? No, just this guy plays the genie. He was in the Angels in the Outfield, remember? He was the assistant that kept getting mustard and... Yeah. It's all over him and stuff. Yeah, he's also the bad guy in The Last Boy Scout. All right. It's chopped up in a helicopter at the end. Oh, my... Blah, 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 blah. Well, that happens. It does. You shouldn't fall into helicopter blades and get all chopped up. They're dangerous. Somebody should cover those. Well, don't take on Bruce Willis and uh, Damon Wayans, and then what happened to you? That's true. There should be, like, cages built around those helicopter blades. What? 
Yeah, like it's like it's just a full cage around the blade. So if you fell on it, you'd hit the cage, but you wouldn't die. I think it would affect how it flies. I don't think so. And just make it spin a little faster. That's physics. It's fine. Like, you know how helicopters work. I just know that a cage around the blade sounds like a dumb idea. Well, you just want people to get chopped up in helicopter blades. I basically do. Just like the babies in this movie, mm. I want them to get chopped. That'd be the ultimate like thing for them. Just to dump them out of dump them out of one helicopter into another helicopter's uh, blades. Are they both in midair? Obviously. All right, dude. Yeah, then the guts can just spill over the place. You're sick. People can dance in the guts and be You're happy. You're sick. I can't believe you don't want Phyllis to grow up and sell you, you know... Phyllis? Yeah, she can be a girl. There was a female one in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Eve, Adam, and Scott. I don't know any Phyllises. Well, there's many all over the country. That's what I'm scared of. What if you've been helped by someone and they just had the surgery? New hands, new face. They got fixed? Yeah, they just... What's the point, then, of the... even... Doing all of that because if it like, can't, oh, we're we're not supposed to accept them. We're supposed to spend all this money to get them fixed. Look like a normie. Yeah, the point is, what if you had experienced that? Look like George went. What norm? Look like the norm. Well, that's good. I'm glad I have a reason to stop talking about this now. You gave me one, so now I'm out. Just like I don't even. Just trying to humor you with a dumb conversation, and this got too dumb for me. <laughs> All right. Laugh yourself alone in the corner, you fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Just keep chuckling to yourself. <laughs> this is the podcast that's going on the Internet. It's always like to point that out. This is just out there. That's good. Why? Because I said norm? I know, because... No, it's, yeah, no, everything you say is totally fine. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Sometimes I lie. But, uh, I don't know how we get back to It's Alive, but two, also called It Lives Again, uh, the... We talked about, yeah, we're here. I mean, it's, it's all, it's not the same movie, because it dives, in, de- definitely dives deeper into, like, the, ch- the whole thing of, like... It broadens the universe. It? Do we not, like, is it okay that the government is taking action no. and trying to kill these babies before they're born? No. Uh, or when they're born, even, sometimes. Is it okay that the government's doing that? No. Is it okay that the government is watching people like this? No. Is it okay that the, they get the entire police force involved? No. Yes, I think so, just in case things get out of hand. I think that part's okay. M- maybe they should just... But I also agree with the other part. But if I didn't agree... If I was on the side of the scientists, I would still agree that we need a police presence because if things get out of hand, somebody needs to take this thing fucking down. I'm on Team Frank. Frank just didn't have the tools. The scientists were the best tools he had to try and make people live. Team Frank is Team Dead. Frank's dead. Well, he didn't have, like, the fact that he runs away from the place with a kid in in his arms... And has no fucking plan whatsoever means Team Frank only had his heart to think. He had no brains involved in this process. It's just they have to live. We we they have we know we can give them hope. Right. But so imagine if the government used funds to build a facility to like house these children and like raise them or help them or like find a way to you know. 
make them less feral, less monstrous. They're just kids, man. I, I just don't think there's a way. You don't know. You just want to give up. I don't want to give up. I want to get rid of those oh bouncer my, babies. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Like, it's going to be very frustrating to watch a third movie where these monster babies are just living again. Still living. Maybe it just takes place in a one-room schoolhouse and they're being taught by their teacher. And then some asshole... The most frustrated teacher in the world. Oh my god, I've heard... Rah, rah, I do, like I do, I, I do feel like this classroom would be like one of those like trashy bars where there's like a fence in front of like the stage. So like... Yeah. The teacher can't... There's no... It wouldn't even be a fence. It'd be those giant... Thick metal bars that they had the little crates that they kept the babies in. I mean, because yeah. you need something. Like, that's how, that's how they might be electrified. Yeah, but they they the ba- these baby monster babies are so strong. You need these like giant thick barred fucking. I mean, totes you, you, to ha- take them around in. It helps. Maybe they're all in little little chain little. Boxes with wheels and just get wheeled around to go to this class, go to that class. Some of them might not fit. That one looked pretty big. Okay, oh, yeah. One of the three looked quite large, larger than the other two. Because America doesn't know how to build cages, Corey. One size God. fits all for mutant baby cages. I just fuck everything. I, 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 I'm uh, telling you, you just put mittens on their hands and give them like cute little socks, and they can't claw you. Just this, they can still bite you. I mean, you're going to have to just put, like, a helmet on them. Oh, now we're restraining them even more. First well, mittens, then little boots, then now we got to put something to restrain to keep, their mouths from to keep, biting. To keep kids safe, you put locks on doors, you put locks on God knows what, you put you things out of harm's You put muzzles on their faces so they well, don't bite people. Yeah, well, normal kids that are born without fangs can't bite your face off, so you got to help everybody out. I think you need to... Figure out a way to control their, like, temper and their craziness. How about the fact they come born with teeth? That's a thing you gotta account for. It come out with full with teeth. I think they come out and just get smacked on the fucking head with a sledgehammer. I'm... You're just... Man, I thought you were... They're monsters. They don't have to be. They're not human. They can learn. The, I don't want them the to learn. At the end of both of these movies, their parents held them in their arms and they were totally fine. They were completely fine. Yes, I understand that. And then, in both situations, guys come at them with guns, and then shit gets crazy. Yeah, the babies die. Yeah. And then now, the cycle continues as Eugene is out there doing the work Frank was doing by trying to... I don't know, what is it? I don't know what Eugene's doing at Eugene's the end. a goddamn lawyer, so he's got their fucking back. Because if there's one thing about you know about Eugene, he's a lawyer, and he does law stuff. It's mentioned many, many times throughout the movie. Now now you're thinking like a lawyer. Well, this lawsuit, how can the government do this? We get it, Eugene. Well, the what's-her-face could have been a lawyer, but she dropped out of school. Who was that? The wife. They kept saying at the baby shower, she could have been such a good lawyer. Oh, wow. Did she drop out because she got knocked up by Eugene? Probably they only knew each other for a few years. Yeah, thanks to Mother. Who fucks everything up with her tracking device? Yeah, the mom is quite a piece of work. We don't see her again. Mm-mm. We don't. The last time I was at the movie theater. She sucks. But the movie that she could be back in Tucson and the wherever they took the baby, I think it was like near um, yeah, Los Angeles. It was. So 
No need for to show the mom again, really. Yeah, except when her daughter puts a bullet in her head. Bam. Because they know that she knew, like her mom gave her that lipstick or whatever the fuck it was in her purse. It was a tracking device. So she knows mom fucked her over. So you there think was a... she kill her mom? Yeah. She watched her, her child, who she had come to terms with, be blown away by her husband because that's just what happened. And the only reason that situation escalated was because... Well, the situation really escalated, one, because of that, and two, because of this dumb scientist who just takes a child out for no, out of the cage and just like, well, you're just, just going to hold you. Yeah, I don't really know why he did that in the first place. Like, everything probably would have went down a lot different. Two, there's two ways things would have went down a little different. One, if that guy wouldn't have done that. And two, do you think things would have been any different if Frank had answered his phone initially? Yeah, Frank would have answered his... Right, we gotta mention, that's important. Well, right away they're trying to... When she goes into labor, they're trying to call Frank because he visited them to tell them about the situation. Which we should point out in the creepiest way possible. He just crashed the baby shower. And then wouldn't fully reveal who he was for a good five to ten minutes. He was being real mysterious like, about don't it. Don't do that, Frank. Not cool. It was real creepy. If you want people to believe you about stuff, it was... maybe you should just come out and just tell them what you're there for instead of being such a fucking weirdo. I thought he was with you. Oh, I thought he was with, with the one friend. No, he didn't. Oh, who's that guy? That's how people get murdered. Who's this guy just sprawled out on our sofa? Oh, God. And then he just t- goes into this deep story about... But he gives him all the information, like, hey, this is what's going on. And it, it takes him a second. Oh, yeah, we saw you. You, you had the kid in Time Magazine. This is a we know your story about your creature child. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, well, you have one of those. Like, oh. And then he gives him the card to the ho- phone number to the hotel. I still feel like even if he would answer the phone, things probably would have went down pretty similar. I don't. They would have skipped the hospital part, but the part with, like, the government. Still would have been after them. It still would. Have, I still feel like it would have played out pretty similar. But the idea was to call Frank, and then they would have went a different way. So because the government tracked him from the house, so they, Frank had to have a way to distract the government. There had, you know what I mean. Otherwise, they would have still known where they went. Right. But so because Frank doesn't, they decide to go to the. And this one of the scariest scenes is when we find out. The entire police department is being briefed on this child. What the fuck is that? It's pretty fucking intense. It was. But I, yeah, I think if the phone was answered, it would have been fine. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have had that whole fucking drama. They would have just got taken back to the, the compound. It would have been compound stuff. But once they had taken back to the compound and they had the parents there, the kids would have acted up and that idiot still would have opened the fucking cage then. Right. And then, without the government around, it could have been worse. Yeah. Because they're the only ones that saved Eugene. The government was still uh, had their eye on them, so I feel like they still would have had some sort of presence. Well, they wouldn't have been there with if, without Mom's electronic device. Tracking I shit. I feel like they would have found them. They didn't know where that place was. That's the whole point. They, no, but that's they why would, they gave Mom the tracking right, device, because they don't they know where this place is. They wouldn't have needed the tracking device, because they would have still been in hiding... Like, following them as they went with Frank to the place to get the baby born, which never should have happened because people died. Little children were almost hurt, too. Little children were almost hurt. Real, legitimate, actual human children, not monsters. 
Well, thank God the cops were there because to kill that rattlesnake. Yeah. That was going to jump out of the bushes and bite this kid. Was, they teleported there. That's a nice little fake out scene. This kid's at a birthday party as the child roamed the woods. Many children roam the woods. Just be lucky you aren't born with three claws in your hands and like monster teeth. There was also a case of this in Evanston, Illinois, in this movie. There was, it's true. In the very beginning. Yeah, it's true. Scary. Too yeah. close to home, I don't want to hear about that. Well, just right up there. It's just right up there. Yeah. Right up there with this movie being just as good as the first one. Yeah, I almost, I don't know, yeah. I almost feel like the first one's just a little bit better. It's a, it, it, I think it's a little bit better because it sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And it sets up everything quite well, but I think this one was really good. I like the I like the way where where the direction it took, and the yeah. the things it explored and the ideas that it presented. I think all everything all around. I think what what's cool is that it's a self contained movie, like this second one, but like it's it's also open ended. Not a lot of movies do that. Yeah, like it's the story is complete. You don't need any more, but it clearly can go on and it does. But we're gonna get more. With It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. It's an intense name. It's set several years after the events of the first two films. Does that mean we get children that are different ages? I don't know. Are we going to get teenage, teenage... It's still Larry Cohen still writing and directing. Nice, it's his vision. Yeah. I like that. It's his vision, yeah, all the way throughout. Are we going to get older ones with their driver's licenses and then drive around cars on the island? On this island where they live? Maybe they're boating? Maybe, okay, so I can I can accept that fate for them. We're not going to murder oh, them. like their own reservation? Yeah. Oh my god. But it's like an island where they can't even interact with other people. Well, like, eventually this island gets the internet, Corey. And then they start making up their own little subcultures. Oh I can't handle that. I then they're gonna have to be taken out. That's when we blow up the island. Oh my god! I don't think... make it disappear. We don't need to do that. Oh, well, never existed. Well, we don't know what goes on this island. We're gonna find out next week. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Yeah. In the nineteen eighty-seven. Oh my god! When did when did this one come out? This one was out in seventy-eight. So a lot of years go by. The first one was 74. Yeah. This this one was 78, so four years. Uh-huh. And then now uh, this one is almost, it's nine years. Damn. Go by. You can have some young kids at this point running around with... You could have four-year-olds in the other one, but they made it seem like it just happened. Didn't he say like... Have you noticed like, that Frank had some age on him a little bit? Didn't he say like two years? They, I thought there was a time frame a few years ago. They said maybe like a year. It just felt they made it. It felt like they acted Wiki, like it Wiki, just it should, Wikipedia this one. It should say like how long it takes place after the first one. That seems like a thing. Like it just imagine. says continues with Frank Davis. Oh my god! Still reeling from the death of his child, which he was a mess kind of. Oh, he totally was. He's obsessed, which doesn't get point. He's got another kid and a wife. It happens. Maybe they. Maybe she left him by this point because he just lost his mind. We'll find out. We'll find out what happens even further. Maybe there's more, some more Jarvis Frank stuff or something, or the wife. Remember, she's still alive. Yeah, and Mal- uh, Mallory lived. Yeah. He didn't die in this one. Yeah. 
So we'll see what happens in It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive, next week on the podcast. Yeah, this is a podcast. Yeah, and for this podcast, I'm Corey. Yeah, I'm Nicholas, and I support human life. And I support Kelsey Grammer. My God, you did that! Ah, you fuck. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best.